1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. All right, everybody, we are here, present and accounted for. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the seventh day of December, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. We are ready to go for this Wednesday and a busy one at that. Number one, we got to get somebody else hopefully qualified today for a trip for two to Metallica. You know, we're going to go send you to Seattle to see Metallica twice. Uh, They got a pair of dates set up in 2024, one on a Friday, one on a Sunday. And we are making sure that you get to Seattle, that we put you up for three nights and that you're going to both shows in August and September of 2024. Which sounds weird to say, but uh, the show is like the last day in August and then like September 2nd. So they're three days, two days apart, and then there's some cool Metallica stuff happening in between that you'll have access to as well. And uh, we got to get somebody qualified, so we have Metallica code words that begin a little bit after 9 o'clock and then happen at noon, 3, and six the rest of the way so text in to win to qualify all that kind of stuff if you do get picked and chosen for the qualifier you definitely get a pair of tickets to five finger death punch which believe it or not that show is next week big j a week from tomorrow i know and of course that's going to happen which we're very excited about and you have a chance to go out there and then we're going to draw the winner on the 17th is when we're going to do that so that's going to happen a little bit after nine o'clock big j has a movie review for you that uh, you guys selected for him yesterday. We'll see how that turns out a little yeah. bit later on this hour. gonna An made animated
0: musical. Thanks for nothing.
1: And um, maybe that's a spoiler alert how that review is gonna go. We also have to get somebody qualified for the axes of Xmas, hopefully, with a little game called Christmas Movie Catastrophe. That's gonna be happening in about 25 minutes or so. We're excited to do that. We got, we're going to Hell Stories. We got important stuff. We got updates. All sorts of things happening on the show. And build bird tickets, too, while we're at. Oh, yeah. We're not messing around. That show's tomorrow as well. So, Mayday, Mayday Lots of stuff to get to today And uh, we want to make sure that we have a little bit of goofiness in the middle of it Sprinkle it in, Big J, you understand? Okay uh, For instance, I was going to have the idea that maybe you perform a couple of the songs from the movie that you watched last night No I have prepared some music bits, no? you don't Call me that?
0: Scrooge Bah humbug You don't hate Christmas though, do you? No, of course not
1: but you hate we got, Christmas. We got music. a new
0: Christmas uh, decoration. I saw it
1: yesterday and I was trying to figure out because it didn't look like it was. was it was an inflatable?
0: Yeah, it's an inflatable. Okay. And it lights up. I mean, it, we took it during the daylight. Okay. It's, so it's a yard decoration,
1: or do you put it in the house?
0: Yeah, it's a yard decoration, but we put it's out on the front patio. And uh, we're talking about Clark Griswold from Christmas Vacation. Right. It's
1: like a life-size uh, blow-up of Chevy Chase, <laughs> which could be an interesting political statement. While you're at it, Big J, think
0: about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chevy Chase not exactly a great guy. I don't know if you know that. Oh yeah, I don't. Uh, Kirk Liswell, though, on the other hand, great dude. Yeah, Big J loves to say I, separate I, the art I, from Yeah, the I don't give a damn. I mean, I, I like the characters they play. Do I care about them as human beings? Probably not. You probably should though. Uh, nah. And uh, it looks nice. It looks awesome. It's very
1: cool. And I'm sure the neighborhood loves it, right? Any comments so no, far? No, not yet. All we'll right. see. Well, well, people-
0: well, I haven't checked the comment box out in front of our house because that's what people do. They leave comments there.
1: Oh, they, I thought like, maybe the like, neighbor kids would be knocking on your door asking to borrow something and then comment on it or something like that. But that's not the case, huh? No. Well, unfortunately. Well, uh, it is Christmas time, and so that's going to play a big part in this show as well. However, not this song. We're going to kick things off with Rage Against the Machine. It's killing in the name of here on the x Rocks.
0: Nick and Big J.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, listen, take care of your little ones, huh? Because uh, across the state of Idaho, Big J, there's a lot of little kids that are sick right now. So much so, uh, there's been an uptick in RSV around the Treasure Valley and the state of Idaho. A bunch of different things. There's just kids that are sick, sick, sick. And so, so much so that a bunch of pharmacies here in throughout the entire state are dealing with a shortage of amoxicillin. Well, which, damn. of course, is an antibiotic that is used to treat bacterial infections. And it's usually one that they have a lot of. But because everybody's getting sick all at the same time, it's not great right now. So it's used for strep throat, it's used for pneumonia, it's used for ear infections, it's used for a bunch of things. And right now, because of RSV, there are more parents trying to get a hands on this thing and there's a shortage right now. And so uh, that's not great for everybody and parents are trying to get their hands on it and it's not fantastic but that's not all there's also a shortage of other kids medicines around the state uh children's tylenol super difficult to find i told you that cash was like really sick for like three weeks i couldn't find ibuprofen children's ibuprofen children's fever reducer any of that stuff anywhere i had to go online believe it or not because i did go to like three places to try to find it they all were sold out And so it is one of those deals where, listen, you got to take care of your kids. You got to make sure that everybody's okay. And listen, the other part of it is I know it sucks, but if they're not feeling well, you got to keep them home, man, so that this stuff doesn't spread. And that's what's happening is, you know, everybody is very shy about keeping their kids home because of the whole coronavirus situation, but what happens is, when you send sick kids to school, everybody else gets sick, and then we end up having a shortage of medicine, and uh, that's the problem right now. So, please, think of other people when you're doing this stuff, take care of your own children, make sure they're doing everything that they need to do, but it's not good when we have a shortage of something as serious as amoxicillin, and I'll tell you right now, Big J, I ain't taking it. Because amoxicillin uh, is how I found out I'm allergic to penicillin uh-huh. as amoxicillin. Did I tell you that story? No. So I, uh, this was, God, it, it had to be 13, 14 years ago. I almost had just moved out here and uh, I got what I thought was strep throat. It wasn't, but they gave me some amoxicillin just in case and I had never taken it before. And I took it and I woke up the next day and it, it was like somebody had spilled like cherry Kool-Aid all over my chest hot. and like my lower body. It was just beat red and hot to the touch. And I didn't know what was going on. I We're was like, so oh my lucky God.
0: That was the reaction. I know,
1: I know. And so I called uh, my the the my doctor and I was like, hey, I don't know what this is. And they're like, stop taking the amoxicillin. You're allergic to it. We'll find you something else to fight whatever you're dealing with. And so that's what happened. So now I'm, I find out that I'm allergic to penicillin. Anything ending in illin is something that I cannot take. And,
0: you can't chill in, uh,
1: no I can chill in like a villain that's not a problem because that's not uh, prescribed to you uh, okay that is something that is a uh, you know recreational activity but anything that ends in illin that's a medication not good for me so please take care of those kiddos out there please and thank you. Well, Big J, the Los Angeles Rams won the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes. What a treat. Of course, Matthew Stafford was placed on IR last week. He's done for the season. They were going to war with somebody. I can't even remember. Is it Bowman? Is that who the starting quarterback I was? I don't know. Uh, they also had started Perkins for a bit. That didn't work out, and so they have claimed Baker Mayfield off of waivers yesterday from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Rams were the only team to place a waiver claim on Mayfield, so uh, they'll inherit his $1.35 million contract, which is yeah. nothing in today's NFL, yeah. and and they've already said he may start tomorrow because they need him.
0: Yeah, they do. And our friend there that works at the Rams said it was a chess game with the Niners. No, it wasn't. And I was like, no, because they didn't even put. Him Nobody wants him.
1: I don't know about that. I just, uh, I just think that it's very difficult to bring in a quarterback in December uh, and have him make any kind of difference. Uh, if you think there's going to be a difference maker, uh, I, I don't think that Baker Mayfield's out of the NFL next year. Do you?
0: I don't know. Maybe. No.
1: I mean, I don't think he's a starting quarterback, but he'll be a backup somewhere. And uh, and so uh, I don't know where that will be, but he may start for the Rams on Thursday. He may not. We'll see what ends up happening, but uh, that is where Baker Mayfield is going to wrap up his season. What a weird couple of years for Baker Mayfield for sure. Uh, not any weirder than, uh, than John Robinson, Big J, as uh, he was fired from the Tennessee Titans. He's their general manager, has been for the last seven years, uh, led the team to a number one seed last year in the AFC and this year they're also leading their division and headed for the playoffs but I think basically the 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 agreement is he got S canned because that AJ Brown trade was so god awful and they got really nothing in return for a stud wide receiver and then he cooked them on the field last week in their 35 to 10 loss with two touchdowns and 140 some odd yards and so it was so embarrassing that the owners were like listen that was a terrible trade you screwed screwed over this franchise, you probably shouldn't have this job anymore. And it, I, th- I, I hear it. The, the the idea was, and I think what, what John Robinson was thinking was, A.J. Brown's up for a lot of money. We don't want to spend that kind of money on wide receiver because we don't know what our quarterback situation is going to be after Ryan Tannehill. And, uh, and we can get some first-round draft picks in return where we can draft a wide receiver, have somebody in a rookie contract, which is what they did with Burks who's finally starting to come on but you can't get cooked and get what they got a first and a third and that's it for A.J. Brown so not a great trade I'll put it that way and I think the Tennessee Titans were not very happy yeah with
0: one it. the coach wasn't happy about either
1: well no nobody yeah. you can't be happy about losing a stud wide receiver let me tell you right now as a Packers fan you're not happy about losing a stud wide receiver but I wasn't even happy with what we got in return for Devontae Adams I don't think that was a good trade either I mean, we got a first round and a second round pick, but that's it. I mean, it seems like there should be more for the best wide receiver in football, but I'm not a general manager of a football team. But would you take that call if they asked you to be one, Big J?
0: No. You wouldn't do it? No. How come? I don't know what I'm doing. Scared? Have you seen my fantasy football teams? I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Let's
1: also have a chance to talk a little bit about Wednesday. Have you partaken in this television show yet on Netflix? Not, not yet.
0: Uh, well, can- we're go- Yes, yes, I'm going. To. we're going to. The wife and I are both going to. We okay. just haven't had a chance to do that.
1: Uh, according to Deadline, Wednesday is a big hit. The series just became Netflix's third most popular English-language TV series ever, just behind Stranger Things and Dahmer, the monster story. Uh, Squid Game continues to be the most popular show of all time on the platform, however. It even beats Stranger Things, believe it or not uh and since wednesday premiered in november it has reached about 100 and excuse me 752 million hours viewed and so there's that so it is popular uh if you want to be trendy and hop on the popular bandwagon you better start watching wednesday making wednesday references big j let's go we need caller x right now at 208-287-1003 to play a little game with us called christmas movie catastrophe It works like this, we get Caller X on the phone, Big J reads a title and description of what could be a Christmas movie that is streaming somewhere for you to watch right now. It also could be a movie that we have completely made up out of the air and no no idea why or how or what it came from. And you have to tell us if it's a real movie or a fake movie that we made up. If you're correct, 50-50 chance you could end up qualified for the Axes of Xmas, which, of course, coming up on Friday, Adam will draw another winner, and we gave away the uh, the, uh, the Papa Roach guitar uh, the first week of the Axes of Xmas, and the winner of the grand prize on Friday gets to choose the axe that they would like, from Ghost to Shinedown to Five Finger Death Punch to a bunch. You can check them all out on social media as well as xrock.com. Are you ready? Yeah. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Tricia. All right, Trisha. you're going to play Christmas movie catastrophe with us. Big Jay is going to read you a description of something you have to tell us if that's a real Christmas movie or a fake one, okay? All righty.
0: Here's the title. A Cancel Culture Christmas. When Santa posts a slur about a marginalized group of people online, the woke mob decides maybe someone else should break into our homes and deliver presents. Santa then finds a new job as a cable news pundit. Is that a real movie or a fake one, Trisha? What do you think? What's the title again? A Cancel Culture Christmas. I gotta say fake. Thank God. (laughs) God It's not a real movie. It is fake.
1: Good job, Trisha. You are officially correct. That is not a real movie, at least not yet. You have yourself officially qualified for the Axes of Xmas. Way to go. Hang on one second. We will get some information from you and make sure you're good to go. But Fig was right. I think I'd watch the movie. <laughs> You probably would. Uh, And, of course, that movie is not being made just yet, but you can play this game a couple more times over today with uh, Jason Drew at 11.30 and Adam at 4.30 if you'd like to try your hand at getting qualified for the Axes of Xmas as well. Well done, Trisha. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got a movie review from a holiday movie that was real that Big J did watch, and that is next on the x Rocks. That is Disturbed, that is Stupefy here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, Right around this time yesterday, you guys selected a movie for Big J to watch, courtesy of something we call Streaming Dumbass. It's time now to get the review. What's the official title of the movie that you watched?
0: Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. Uh, all right, and it's an animated musical, right? Uh, yes, uh, as uh, I think you know, most Christmas carols are. Uh, I think it's a musical to begin with, for the most part, despite, you know, being a book. Uh, I think some of the first ones uh, were were musical in nature. And, you know, what you have here is Luke Evans. Of course, he has been in some uh, musical uh, stuff as well. And I like Luke Evans a lot. We talked about that. Uh, He was great in Dracula Untold, but not as much singing in that movie. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I love that movie so much. Uh, So there's nothing new here. I mean, uh, we've all seen A Christmas Carol probably in one way or another. Uh, Scrooge uh, gets visited by ghosts, and and he has to go and see what a terrible person he is, and then redeem himself. All that sort of stuff is in this. It's animation style. The animation is, you know, it's okay. It's not super great. It's not like Pixar level, uh, to be sure. Is Um, it a Netflix original? Yes, it is. And so, um, uh, the musical side of it, though, uh, I I was caught off guard a little bit because some of them they were kind of almost rock ballady a couple of them okay and so i was like well okay that's somewhat enjoyable uh at least they're singing in a in a powerful rock ballad style voice uh other than that i mean it's not that much different than any other version of a uh, christmas story that you're gonna get yeah well i mean welcome to every holiday movie ever uh and so you know it's just it's, it was ho-hum man it was hard to hang in there to be perfectly honest
1: was there any fast forwarding no, no, no. Uh, was there any was not there paying any, attention? Yes,
0: yes, there was uh, some of that. And the next thing I know, oh, the movie's over. Crazy. So was it on in what the background mostly as you were doing other things? No, no, I wasn't doing any of things. I was watching the movie, okay. but there were points where i really wasn't paying that much attention and uh that's part of the issue here is that it's just there's not anything that's outstanding or very interesting about it especially if you've seen any other version of this movie before
1: okay so uh let's let's do this then instead of watching this version of a christmas carol what version of a christmas carol should we watch that you feel is a unique and good telling of this story? scrooged uh the uh bill the, murray. the bill murray version okay no singing in that of course but you do get to have a little bit of fun, with the comedy.
0: Also, here's the thing too, I I didn't tell you this, uh, I I guess it's too late, uh, but I have uh, a free trial for like 30 days of um, Apple Plus. Okay. So the wife and I are gonna check out Spirited, which I'm hearing is getting terrible reviews. (laughs) Um, But uh, that's obviously a Christmas story and that's a musical as well, so. Do you think you would have liked it more had it not been animated? Do you think that threw you off the, the thing a little bit? Um, possibly, yeah. I mean, because it's not like it's not like top tier animation. Let's put it that but way. It's also, not gonna win any awards. I feel like you you I think
1: automatically dismiss a lot of animated stuff that's not Pixar related because you feel like it's for kids and you're not a kid and this, this it, it makes you angry. I think.
0: Yeah, this is outrageous. clearly a kids something to keep the kids yeah, occupied around yeah, holiday. Exactly. Time. Not
1: to keep Big J occupied. Yep,
0: so right. approved. Well, look at that! Out of nowhere. No, not approved. Don't don't watch this. So uh, now,
1: what if for the kids? Do you approve it for children?
0: Because if Uh, there's one thing I trust your word on, it's what
1: do I let our kids watch?
0: Uh, yes, yes Okay,
1: so Big J does approve it for young children There's some nudity in it, but <laughs> That's okay, it's animated nudity It's Yeah, fun. it's not real More. It's like heavy metal Morning After with Nick and Big J There's your wrap up for Streaming Dumbass Big J says hard pass on Scrooge A Christmas Carol It's just not unique enough for him And it's just not live action enough for him as well Here we go
0: on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Science can be pretty amazing sometimes. I mean, you know, we're, we've all been on this planet for a couple of years, so we are well aware that once the weather starts to get cold, we reach cold and flu season, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's why it's called that.
1: More people tend to get, I'm not sure that they're related. It's cold is a weather, but I don't know why we called them colds. It's something else altogether. But we have realized since forever that, you know, people tend to get a little bit more sick around the winter months. And now, finally, science has figured out why. And it's pretty interesting. There's a new study that discovered that our immune responses within the nose specifically become way more dormant when cold weather takes over. Once it reaches around anywhere between 28 degrees Fahrenheit or below, Something happens with our immune systems inside of our nose that makes them kind of shut down a little bit. They're not nearly as strong no matter what you do or no matter what you take. Therefore, it allows us to pick up a little bit more viruses through our noses than any other time. And half the viruses and bacteria-killing cells live inside our nostrils and they end up dying because it gets too cold. That's just the way that it works. So it finds, if science has found out that the warmer that we keep our noses, the more cells will fight off bacteria and survive so that it'll fight off actually more illnesses. So they're like, hey, listen, scarves, nose coverings, masking up, something like that to keep your nose at least warm, not even protective, but warm, helps keep your immune system in your nose thriving and helps keep you better.
0: We need a nose muff. Well, we have them. They're called masks, but people hated nah, them. No, no, no. I, I don't mean that. I mean specifically, uh, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, probably something that you crochet and you put right over your nose. But just how does the it nose. stay there, I guess? I don't know. You have to have some sort of string, but it's just for the nose, like the earmuffs, but just for your nose. You may be right. Listen, maybe you've created something. Start an Etsy
1: store. I don't know. But I'll say that that is something that's very interesting. That, uh, that all this stuff lives inside of our noses, and if we keep our noses warm, then we'll be okay. Again, it's not about protection and coverages necessarily. This goes exclusively, by the way, for cold
0: it's, and flus. It's temperature.
1: Yes, it is a temperature thing. It's about keeping the bacteria and the immune system in your nose actually alive and thriving and keeping that nose ears you all warm and bundled up. Homeostasis happening in your nose. I'm not sure that's the right term, but uh, it's a big word, so I'll give you credit for that. (laughs) Los Angeles Rams claimed Baker Mayfield off waivers yesterday. He was waived by the Carolina Panthers on Monday. He was the only team, the Rams were the only team to claim him, so they're going to inherit the $1.35 million on Mayfield's contract. I'm not sure they care about that. More money being thrown around in baseball. Josh Bell is in agreement with a two-year $33 million deal with the Cleveland Guardians. He opted out. Uh, after the first season Bell played 93% of the games all with the Pittsburgh Pirates Nationals and Padres over the last six years he's got 127 home runs and 449 RBI former NL MVP Cody Bellinger is leaving the Dodgers he signed a one year $17.5 million contract with the Chicago Cubs he has been battling injuries the last couple of years however and can we say rest in peace to? I think probably a pop culture icon for our side of things, but certainly famous in the sporting arena. Mills Lane, you remember him, Big J? Oh, the the uh, the
0: ring uh, guy, right? Boy, I know you know the word. It's called a referee. Yeah, the ring ref.
1: And uh, ref- yes, the the boxing Hall of Fame referee. Mills Lane ended up uh, passing away in Reno Nevada yesterday he was 85 years old of course he would use the catchphrase let's get it on right before they fought but you know he uh, was pretty famous for a lot of Tyson fights he was the official in a lot of those but then he translated that because I think he got he was famous because wasn't he like the referee during the Holyfield Tyson fight where he bit the ear and then and then he parlayed that into like pop culture fame where he was on Celebrity Deathmatch. remember the claymation thing that was like his show Mills Lane Lane was the referee for all those claymation fights and he did all the voice work for all that kind of stuff too and so uh, he was very famous in a lot of things he had obviously retired many many years ago but uh, passing away at 85 years old so rest in peace to Mills Lane a big part of our childhood especially if you're a boxing or a sports fan back in the 90s and early 2000s Big J, I am sorry. You, we talked about holiday movies. Have you ever seen the romantic comedy? I know you like this genre of movie as well. Have you ever seen The Holiday?
0: The Holiday.
1: Kate Winslet, uh, Cameron uh, Diaz, Jack Black, Jude Law. No. No? I had never seen it either until oh. like three years oh, ago. Oh, three years ago and you saw it. it's mm. ac- Well, I mean, the movie's probably 10, 15 years old, so it's been around a while. But the reason that I'm talking about it is because it's very popular with uh, the ladies and and people around this time of year, it's a great holiday movie. It's basically a movie where uh both Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz de- get broken up with around the holiday season and they decide to do what's called like a house swap. Kate Winslet lives in England uh Cameron Diaz is a, is a trailer editor in Los Angeles and they decide to switch basically yeah. their their residences and they they do they spend a holiday in another country and then of course they meet uh, people. Uh, Kate Winslet uh, hooks up with Jack Black, and um, and uh, Cameron Diaz hooks up with Jude Law over in England, and they, you know, change their lives and find romance around the holidays. And
0: it's actually... One is more handsome than the other. Fun.
1: Well, this is back in the thin Jack Black days, so he was playing the romantic lead. But uh, it was believable a little bit, and, they, and they're both great, and it was fun, and it's funny, and it's a good movie. The reason we're talking about it is uh, every year around this time they talk about making a sequel to it, because all these people are still very popular, and it would be nice to see the continued story of all these things works out. But Kate Winslet was doing an interview and said, "You know, Nancy Myers, who directed and wrote the film, they've talked about it a little bit, but there will be no sequel to The Holiday, unfortunately. There are no uh. rumors, uh, truth to the rumors, uh, that uh, that there's going to be a sequel to The Holiday. So even though I think people would be nice to see, you know, the characters get back together, uh, and uh, you know, they, in Kate Winslet's mind, everybody's married and has little kids, and she said that she'd love to see what her and Jack Black's children look like, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. So unfortunately, if you enjoy the movie, you'll have to just go back and watch The Holiday, or if you're Big J, watch The Holiday for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's actually not bad, I bet you'd like it. Probably Probably not. I'm surprised you never heard of it. You love romantic comedies. You enjoy Mm -hmm. most of the people involved in that movie. Yeah. I don't know how it got out of your uh, peripheral. Uh,
0: probably, I don't know, the holiday stuff didn't happen until the last couple years. Oh, right. So, it probably was never on my radar.
1: But it's also like, I mean,
0: I, I, again, I, I guess I'm weird. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. consider, even
1: though it's the holiday, it's not like a Christmas movie to me. There's not a lot of Christmas. It's more of a romantic comedy than it is mm-hmm. a Christmas movie, despite its title. Interesting.
0: Big J on 100.3 The X rocks.
1: You ever see a story that's so messed up, you're happy, doesn't have all the details? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, that's the the we're going to hell story today Uh, because it is a very, very disturbing story that I'm like, I have questions, but I'm really, really sure I don't want all the answers. But of course, because it's as disturbing as it is, it takes place in Florida and it revolves around a man that I'm going to say had some sort of uh, psychological break. His name is Chad Mason. He's 36 years old. He lives in Orlando, and he has been charged with multiple offenses, including criminal mischief, to a place of worship, exposing sexual organs, and oh. sexual activity with an animal. DJ. Oh, no. wow. Happy Tuesday. They say he allegedly engaged in sexual activities with a dog in front of a bunch of witnesses, including some kids. And then when he was confronted by another adult he decided to take off running and uh, the closest place he could find was a church across the street and that's when he decided to just start kicking over their nativity scene and just like, you know, completely demolish. And he's him. naked. <laughs> well, I right? think, I don't know. I don't know if he was nude. I, I know he was naked during the sexual act with the animal. But I'm not sure if he, like, uh, got himself Sounds like a
0: weird rampage.
1: Before he went over and started kicking over nativity scenes and then tossing around children's toys from a playground. So all this was near a playground as well, which is always fun. He then decided to start just throwing haymakers at a random mailbox, and then he tried to to steal a car before the police showed up. Sorry,
0: this sounds like Grand Theft Auto Online. I'm sorry. Minus the uh, bestiality, of course. No, that too, probably. Really? Yeah. What kind of games do you play? Well, computer, PC. You can mod stuff.
1: And uh, and then uh, the uh, the cops finally apprehended him, and he was arrested for all these things. But uh, apparently, the golden doodle that was also involved in this particular altercation was not his animal. So now that's got to go through some sort of oh, dog therapy, I'm sure. Yeah. As well. Uh, and uh, it's just there's so much trauma that happened to so many people around this particular story that it's like it's almost like it's something out of your right, like some sort of awful video game. Like, there's no way this could happen in this short amount of time to traumatize children, churchgoers, animals, and just random people in the process, all in like the span of like 10 minutes. And it is, like, incredible that all this happened with one person. So police aren't saying if he was uh, under the influence of something or if there was something else going on. But obviously, Chad's not all there and needs to find help as quickly as possible. But I'm also kind of hoping he's locked away and never seen again. You understand? Yeah. Because this is somebody that does uh, not belong around other people, it seems.
0: Yeah, we can't trust him to be normal. can't trust Chad.
1: Been saying it for years. Don't trust Uh, the
0: Chad. Also
1: not surprising all this stuff happened in florida once again it is a weird weird place i'm telling you i live there it's a strange weird place full of really weird people and i don't understand what's happening
0: i think maybe here's what's happened the bermuda triangle has moved right over (laughs) florida
1: well man i wish it would disappear but uh unfortunately uh like i said there's not a lot of details but then again like i i don't want answers to some of these questions you understand like i mean there I, I know enough about the story already where i know hey this is messed up i don't need to know like what actually happened and what was going on and how it started and uh you know where the dog so came into gonna, things you're gonna
0: pass on the uh on the extra episodes needed documentary series on netflix about this situation yeah i'm a
1: hard pass on this i don't want to know any further information i got enough details that i need uh i just uh uh, my 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 hopes are for those that were involved in this that just happened to see it because i'm a hundred percent certain they witnessed something that will never be unseen and they'll probably see every time they close their eyes and i'm sorry they had to encounter that it does not sound like fun
0: I i think they'll get over it do you? Yeah.
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, I'll tell you about my yesterday morning. It was a fun one. It's the X Rocks. <coughs> Breaking Benjamin, I will not bow here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The following is a cautionary tale, Big J. as uh, the weather has started to be very cold. There's some snow. There's some ice on the ground. You yeah. just got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. But also, it's a missed opportunity for me because uh, I was coming into work yesterday morning. It was very cold, a little bit icy, more icy than I thought. But I knew I was going to have to be careful, kind of walking into the the studio. And because I I have a brand new car, so I park further away than other people. Because uh, the animals that we share this building with have a, a game that they like to play called "Open up your car door into the car next to you as hard as you can" uh, on a regular basis. And so my old car used to have car door dings in it like crazy. So I'm trying to keep my new That's car weird. some. I know I'm trying to keep my new car somewhat nice so I'm parking away from people. So it's a little bit more of a trek into the studio than most people could have. I used to park right by the door. Now I walk a little bit to get here. So I was trudging through the parking lot yesterday and I didn't see it because it's, you know, dark when we get into the studio and also the the lights weren't exactly great but apparently there was a patch of black ice on the uh, in the parking lot and i hit it and it was one of those things where you know you instantly go oh bleep i am going to i'm going to fall on my yeah. ass and i'm going to eat crap right here in front of god and everybody in, in the middle of the the dark morning and nobody's gonna be here to help me and something terrible is gonna happen and so i did like a what can only be described as like a cartoon-esque like flailing you know like you the both feet don't have any traction i'm using my hands to try to keep me balanced and i still don't know i mean i i it felt like i was doing it for 15 seconds i know i wasn't but it was one of those deals where like i felt like i was about to fall forever and uh and luckily i somehow was able to stay uh, 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 uh i guess upright and didn't fall over which was fantastic and so, thankfully, I didn't bust my ass yesterday morning, but I want to tell everybody, please be careful, because there is nothing worse than falling on hard concrete when it's slippery out and you don't know that it's slippery out there.
0: Yeah, you even asked engineering if there was a way that you could see on the cameras uh, of you flailing around. That's exactly it. Which, I, I was like, <laughs> that's that's great. I mean, that shows <laughs> the humility that you have and that you're willing to show other people because that would be the reason you want to have <laughs> Exactly. That I was like, I wonder, because I
1: know we have parking lot cameras. And I was like, that had to look absolutely insane to have me almost bust my ass and be able to save myself. So I did ask engineering if we could pull the footage from yesterday morning. And unfortunately it was zoomed in in another part of the parking lot. And it wasn't where I actually was, but I, I also missed my opportunity to go viral there. I think because, uh, you know, a, a portly dude that's about to go ass over tea kettle and actually saves himself somehow through sheer luck or whatever, uh, Probably would have a couple of views, but could, could be the new meme, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, there was no footage of the incident. But I do, I did ask for it just in case it could have, uh, you know, done something, or at least we could have posted it on the page because I'm sure it looked absolutely ridiculous. But a reminder to everybody to hey, take it easy be careful. I mean, I even knew, like, I was, like, doing, like, the duck shuffle, like, the crab walk on the, the, I was like, okay, I know it's early, I know it's cold, I know there's a possibility that something could be happening here, so I was trying to be careful, but, man, once you hit that patch and you've got no traction, it's game over whether you're careful or not. Yeah. So, you have to watch out, and maybe you'll be lucky like me, and you won't actually hurt yourself, but uh, be careful, man. When it's slippery out there, it sucks, and, and eating it on concrete is not fun in any way, shape, or for him. You know that. You've taken some spills. It's no fun. Yeah, I'm
0: glad you didn't uh, end up falling down.
1: God, me too. Me too. Me too. And Lord knows what kind of positions I was concocted in to uh, save myself from making that happen, but I am happy to say that uh, everything's okay, but everybody please be careful out there. You do not want to fall on uh, any kind of ice or otherwise when it's as slippery and cold as it can be right now. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Happy to share my embarrassment with you. I tried anyway to get the footage out there, but uh not to be seen. But we're uh, we've moved the camera angles around now just in case it happens again. But I promise, Big J, any uh slips I take will be accidental and not done on purpose because I don't have that kind of talent. I'm not gonna do any pratfalls Falls like Chevy Chase, you understand? Okay, good. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes of important stuff. <laughs> don't. Don't
0: use it. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: This is a message for the single people of America. Stay out of Indonesia. Yeah. There has always been some laws that barred people from cheating on their spouses in Indonesia. There's lots of countries that have those kind of laws that are not good for people that step out on their marriage. But uh, there was a new code that was passed this week in Indonesia that basically ban sex between unmarried people. Do you understand?
0: I do, yes.
1: Parliament has decided to put the kibosh on that. Now, the law won't go into effect for a couple years, but when it does, it will apply to residents and tourists
0: alike. Do you understand? Yeah, if I go to Indonesia and I get it on with somebody that I'm not married to, I'm going to go to jail. But why would you do that, Big J? Well,
1: I, I, I wouldn't, but... Indonesia has lungs, has laws against cheating on your spouse, but now this is a new criminal code that bans premarital sex. It's uh, interesting. The country's tourism industry remains pretty much outspoken about how this is not exactly smart for the country and jeopardizes the financial prosperity across the islands of Indonesia, which uh, rely heavily on tourist dollars as their economy recovers from the pandemic. And now, listen, ain't nobody going to go there to vacation in Indonesia.
0: You understand? Yeah.
1: I mean, unless you're married, of course, then you can go and have fun. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, how do you...
0: It takes out the whole threesome thing. I guess you
1: unless you, like, have the same name, is there any way to prove that they're... Like, you don't carry your marriage certificate
0: around with you when you go to foreign college Who knows, country? man? I mean, it's a crazy place sometimes. The world? Well, I mean, generally, yeah. Different cultures and different countries. Sure. You know, there's a, a list of places I probably wouldn't really find myself going to just because of it
1: but it, it is uh, it is something to keep in mind and I'm sure that the you know when you're going around going hey this is a nice place to maybe vacation you don't go I wonder what their uh, premarital sex laws are uh, it's not exactly something that's high on your to-do list so something to keep in mind kind of bookmark and put in your brain if you're thinking about traveling abroad over the next couple of years again if you're married and going traveling with your spouse nothing to worry about It's uh, you know but I wonder if that that makes me question are the next couple of years? Before this law goes into effect in just gonna be like one crazy orgy. Yeah, sounds like it. The Titans announced Tuesday that General Manager John Robinson has been relieved of his duties duty. The team announced that yesterday, Ryan Cowden, who has been his assistant, is going to take over as GM. The move comes a couple of days after Tennessee suffered an embarrassing 35-10 to 10 loss to the Eagles, uh, but the, the big story there was that A.J. Brown, the guy they traded away on draft day, uh, scored two touchdowns, went for 100 plus yards against him, and made his whole team look like garbage. And that's not I mean, a good what look. what a
0: huge day for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, but even the day after, seeing the dude get fired, they traded you away. Well, it sounded like he wanted to be traded away. So I don't think he was. I mean, he
1: didn't hate Tennessee, but he wasn't. It didn't sound like he was pissed off about
0: it. Yeah, I think though, in general, uh, any professional athlete probably thinks that the, oh. the team wants and needs him to be there.
1: I th- well, yes, I think I think you know, uh, if the Michael Jordan documentary has taught us anything, it's that professional athletes take everything personally. And whether it was a move done for business or otherwise purposes, it's like I'll prove this guy wrong no matter and what. And he took that personally. Yeah, even if they have to half fabricate reasons for why things happen, they want to take everything personally, it's easier to perform with a chip on your shoulder, as we prove every morning, Big J Agree or disagree? Damn right. Mills Lane is dead, Big J. He is a referee famous for boxing matches, including the bite fight between Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. He was one of the most popular referees in the sport of boxing for a 25-year stretch. He did more than 100 other 100 championship bouts in the sport, also well-known for his portrayal in the MTV Celebrity Deathmatch show. Uh, he was 85 years old, lived in Reno, Nevada, and apparently was an avid poker player for years and years and years after his retirement. Liked to hang out in the casinos there in Reno. Lots of stories of people bumping into Mills Lane at the casinos there but uh, he is no longer with us so rest in peace Mills best to your family Big J we have already told you that uh, Trevor Lawrence is or excuse me Trevor Noah is leaving the Daily Show uh, and Comedy Central yesterday announced that they're going to do the guest host thing a la Jeopardy for a while until they figure out what's going on permanently so when the show returns on January 17th you're going to have a list of comedians and who's who that are going to fill in that chair in the meantime Al Franken Chelsea Handler D. Hewley, Leslie Jones, John Leguizamo, uh, Cal Penn, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Sykes, Marlon Wayans, among those that they have named to put in the chair for the guest hosting opportunities. Paramount Network CEO Chris McCarthy said that as we enter Trevor's final week, we got his input on who he'd like to see in the chair. Uh, and, uh, you know, don't forget that when Jon Stewart left The Daily Show, they also did a bunch of guest hosts before they announced that Trevor Noah was going to take over as well. So this is kind of their way of doing it. It's not necessarily stealing things from Jeopardy as much as it's, hey, this is kind of how we did it last time and we'll see what happens this time around. No word on any of those or all of those are in the consideration for the permanent host position. But we'll see what ends up happening going forward. We just know that the Daily Show isn't going anywhere. It's just going to be a bunch of different people I, co-hosting. I think Cal Penn makes good sense. Sure, he's got the political side of things yeah. as well. He did that for a while. But you know, a lot. I mean, Al Franken too, comedian and politician. Yeah, I mean, he was a senator. Uh, so there's a lot of that that goes along with all this stuff. And we'll see who does a good job. And maybe one of these will get the permanent nod.
0: Pop culture smackdown. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tomorrow out at the Ford Idaho Center Arena, Bill Burr is going to be putting on a show, making uh, everybody laugh the rear ends af- off. Our uh, former guest here, uh, Nathan Ford, going to be opening up as well, Nick.
1: Bill Burr, a former guest as well. A couple That's times true. over.
0: Yeah. So uh, we got your tickets here. Each need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. You want to get your laugh on tomorrow night? Now would be the time to
1: get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. You're going to have to defeat Big J in a little game we call Pop Culture Smackdown. And let it be known that sometimes, you know, we've been doing Pop Culture Smackdown, Big J, for over 15 years now. Yeah. And it it takes inspiration sometimes to find trivia questions about some of this stuff. It's not easy. And so I've been finding them in the, like, the goofy holidays that are attached to the day and today is national cotton candy day which sounds really stupid when you say it out loud but it did lead me down the rabbit hole of finding out information about cotton candy and so that's where we're gonna at least very popular cotton Uh, candy yeah it sure is you can find it at any circus you can find it at uh, the monster jams at any
0: concert sometimes Cotton
1: candy, it's popular. When's the last time you had cotton
0: candy? Uh, it's been a long time. State I mean, Fair? That's just pure sugar. No, probably uh, Maddie's graduation party that's where we right, rented you had the machine. We rented a the cotton candy machine. Maybe the last
1: time I had cotton yeah. candy as well. Your daughter's graduation. All right, two zero eight two eight seven one zero zero three. If you want to play, we're going to start there and then go from there and see if we can't pick up something else. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? I'm Jake. All right, Jake, you're up first. We have a cotton candy question for you. What was the profession of William Morrison? That is the gentleman who is credited as the inventor of cotton candy. Was he a cotton farmer? Was he a dentist? Or was he a prison guard? Dentist. That is correct. William Morrison was a dentist. Seems weird that he would focus so much on sugar, but here we are. Big J, in France, where you're going to go... Cotton candy is known by what less than appetizing name? Do they call it spiderwebs, hairballs,
0: or Papa's beard? God, I hope it's Papa's beard. Is that your guess? No, I'm going to go with the uh, webs. Wrong. Let me tell you
1: what the right answer is. Papa's beard. <laughs> right. No, it isn't. They call it Papa's Beard in France. Yes, cotton candy is called Papa's Beard in France. And you're going to find that out when you go visit. I believe they sell cotton candy in Normandy, don't Uh, they? No. Congratulations, sir. You have got tickets to go check out Bill Burr tomorrow night at the Idaho Center. Enjoy that show. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. I only had one more cotton candy question, so we might as well get it out of the way. Uh, cotton candy was introduced at the 1904 World's Fair, Big J. but another pretty famous sweet treat was also introduced that
0: same mm, day. Ice cream. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Good yeah. job. How All did right. you know that? Um, uh, the History Channel, thank you for the uh, their series on uh, the food that built America. Did they cover cotton candy as well? No, not there? not yet. Not that I've seen. You just remembered that ice cream was
1: part of the 1904 World's yeah. Fair? Yeah, weird when you remain your brain captured. I know morning after
0: with it probably pushed something out really important too <laughs> <Yeah>. damn
1: it <laughs> exactly you don't remember math anymore but you can tell me where ice cream was made all right that's going to do it for pop culture smackdown we are going to do a run of headlines they're happening next on the x rocks <coughs> headlines are as follows what a racket no dosing and what is this the PD what a racket A man was arrested for stealing $1,375 in toothbrushes from a Florida Walgreens, Big J, That's
0: a lot of toothbrushes.
1: That's what I was thinking too, man. The thief waltzed out of the store with about half a dozen top-of-the-line electric toothbrushes and then sped off in a white Lexus before police caught the suspect. Once the man was tracked down by police, he told cops he threw the stolen toothbrushes off a nearby bridge, and that's when he was charged with grand theft, but... That's crazy to me that six toothbrushes are worth that much money, right? Yeah. I mean, I've got a fancy, like, electronic toothbrush, but, like, I'm not spending $250 on a toothbrush. Are you? Uh, no. Do you just use the manual toothbrushes.
0: No, I, I have a... Yeah,
1: see, we are fancy, man. We yeah. like that. Like our teeth clean. But uh, I, I've seen these really expensive toothbrushes, and I'm like, they can't be that much different, Right. Like, I mean, I'm not buying the $3 one that just kind of shakes and stuff, but I, I, it's, like, rechargeable. But, like, these th- these toothbrushes that are, like, $350 and $400, that seems insane to me.
0: I don't know. I haven't tried them out.
1: I know. But then again, going to the dentist is, like, a $300 trip. So what's the difference?
0: No dosing or what is this, the PD? What is this, the PD? A
1: Chicago cop was arrested while on vacation in Florida taking a whiz in an ice machine of Jimmy B's Beach Bar. According to the police report, the sauce officer took his public intoxication a step further by shoving a bar employee and a security guard uh, for trying to stop him from urinating in the ice machine, and then he was arrested for misdemeanors including battery and disorderly conduct. The Chicago policeman has served as an officer for five years. He did bail himself out of jail, but this isn't cool, and a different kind of pee and PD, I suppose. But man, don't be peeing in ice machines. People drink out of there sometimes. Do they? Or do they just get ice out of there? Nobody's drinking out of the ice machine, are they?
0: No, I mean, not directly. I mean, after the ice melts, then they could drink that. Sure, sure. But, like, also, I mean, I, I guess hotels is where
1: ice machines are readily available and available for public access. But one would think a bar would not give you easy access to an ice machine, right? Yeah, but I've never been to uh, to Jimmy B's Beach Bar, so maybe it's a whole entirely different setup. But I'm also guessing the actual bathroom couldn't have been that far away. If you can, if you're close enough to an ice machine, there's got to be a bathroom around there somewhere, and just go to the bathroom there. And you should know better as a police officer as well. Not exactly. Yeah, drunk becoming. or not? Yes. Wrap it up with no dosing. Uh, Not a funny prank. A 31-year-old woman who owns her own catering service has gotten arrested and she's upset about it. She is a chef at Florida, and uh, the 42-year-old bride thought it would be funny if she served the guests at her wedding THC kind of, you know, dosed food. It's popular cannabis. It's not
0: funny, lady. Right.
1: So what she did was she hired the caterer to make a THC you know kind of infused menu and not tell and she didn't tell anybody but the chef just thought she was doing her job what was asked of her to do she was under the impression that everybody was aware that this was happening turns out the bride didn't tell anybody and then a couple of people got sick because they didn't know what was happening over eight and ended up getting sick and so they and then they, they they tested everybody for thc turned out positive so now Both women are facing felony charges of food tampering and the safer delivery of controlled products and substances, and the chef is like, hey, I didn't do anything wrong, I just fulfilled an order here, not knowing, I mean, I was under the impression that everybody was informed of this decision, it was the bride who decided not to tell anybody, but they're still charging the chef, which seems not cool, right?
0: It, it's not not cool but i would i would assume that i would say that if i were in that position in that job that i would want some paperwork sure that I mean, makes sense to that's me that's cuz it's still federally illegal no yeah. matter what state you're in so I would have things to protect myself from something like that if I were running a business.
1: I suppose that's, that's the smart way to go about it. But also, I mean, think about it. it, it when's the last time you talked to a caterer at, that wasn't at your wedding? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, usually you talk to the service people, but the person actually preparing the food is usually preparing the food. Yeah, but and I- so not not going out and doing, all right, everybody, just so you know, I've created a really big THC-inspired menu. And then you can go, hang on a second. I don't know this is happening. So it's not like they give a speech before the meal is served or anything like that that so i feel bad for the chef i guess is my point who i probably thought she was just doing her job and ended up now getting arrested and is facing felony charges but also as big j said at the top not cool to dose people and make sure everybody is aware as to what's going on that's not a funny prank at all and not something that you should do not responsible morning after with nick and big j there's your headlines you're up to date on all the things That is Tool here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, and we're all full of life lessons today. For instance, Big J, you learned earlier this week that maybe you want to put in a little bit more details in some of your Instagram and Facebook stories. Or no.
0: Huh? No, I don't agree with that assessment. What happened? But I will say that uh, when you do things out of character... Uh, it concerns people, and so what happened was is that um, <clears throat> I uh, let's see, I'll see, I'll see this. A, 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 a clear and present mistake was made on my part, that was uh, a reoccurring theme for me, and I felt so stupid. I was God, I was so upset with myself for what I had done and how it would plainly uh, was was pointed out and then obvious to me after that. And um, and I just was like, God, there was no like I couldn't find the right uh, gif or meme to describe how I was feeling. So I thought, oh, I'll make my own. And it was very dramatic and I was very deadpan and I was very serious. And I'm like, "I, I I'm an idiot and I don't know how natural selection hasn't taken me. Yeah, you said I'm surprised I'm still alive Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like And here's the thing, after I got done recording it I laughed hysterically, I thought it was So damn funny And uh, I posted it on uh, numerous uh, Social medias, and immediately I realized my mistake, because my inbox Started to fill up, It was like, are you okay? My sister sending me Text messages like, Jesus people Like, I was, I was kidding It was clearly joking No, it
1: wasn't clear that it was a joke, because yes. I
0: saw it as well I mean, you think it was clear
1: to you you because you were joking but i saw it as well and i was like first of all you looked very upset you did you looked legitimately upset second of all you I said i
0: was purposely looking upset i get
1: it now but cuz i know the whole story but it's it's a 10 second video that says i can't believe i'm still on this earth natural selection should have gotten me by now and the caption said it was every i was having a great afternoon yeah, until right now i was I and was so a great I, I, day I, when I when i when we talked the next day i was like Are, i thought that you had like almost avoided death like you were in a car accident or somebody almost hit you or something had happened and you had narrowly avoided being killed because you look so so disheveled and out of it and you're like no dummy and i'm like well it wasn't very obvious in the video and a lot of people were on the same page that i was on yeah we're all idiots because you weren't Man. you weren't in any kind of danger. You weren't upset. Nothing had terribly happened. You just made a mistake and wanted to call yourself dumb, but did it in a, a
0: weird and strange well, way. Well, here's the thing. I was so embarrassed about what I did that I didn't want to say what I did, okay? <laughs> but I wanted to unburden myself with it by doing that, and so I felt better right after that. But I was like, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm like, I. It was so. It, it happened like, uh, like two minutes before I made this video is when I realized what I'd done, and I was just like, Oh my god, I'm so stupid. And that thing was the championship <laughs> cage match bracket, okay. And like, I, I put together the because you know Randy's done this in the past, but I put together the artwork for it, and I was very diligent. I was like, ah, I came up with some you know some things, and I was very focused in on that. What I wasn't so focused on is the the. I guess the the st- the just bracket side of the things, bracket the side neurology of, thing of how they were oh, fixed up there on the bracket themselves. I mean, the way it plays out is fine, and the, where, where the seating is, it's just I didn't have them in the right place, and so all the number one, number two, number three, number four seeds are all on the same side. And the one and, and two
1: seeds will face each other in the second and it's round. Like, I
0: didn't even think about that when I looked at it, I'm like, that is so stupid, like what an idiot. And some great listener pointed out, gently, I might add, about how <laughs> stupid that was, and I'm like, God, if I had just, and I had meant to send it to you, if and, if and Adam didn't notice it either, but I was just like, somebody else's eyes on this would have noticed immediately, hey, this is lopsided and it's dumb. Uh, and that's why I was like, God, I'm so dumb. I, I didn't want people to know, because if they know how dumb I can make that mistake, maybe I'm that stupid. Like... So uh, that's how I was feeling at the moment, yes. and it was not a, I was not in peril, danger. Uh, I'm not suicidal in any shape or form ever. So uh, I was taken back by how many uh, messages I had to start sending to people that I'm like, I'm totally fine. And then I put, uh, put like one after that, hey, I'm just kidding. But nobody watches that one. <laughs> right. But it is, isn't it nice though to
1: sometimes know that that many people care that they reach out, Jay? Yeah. Uh, to know I guess. that they're worried about you when something like that happens, and it was just a simple mistake. Uh, but uh, you have decided uh, you've moved on from her, right? Everything's okay. You feel better about the bracket now?
0: No, I got it. Well, I mean, yeah, when we update, uh, update it for next week because that's going on this week. It all switch it up so that it looks right. He'll but. reseed it. Just like they should no, be doing re- in the playoffs. No, the seated is the seating is fine. You know it's what I mean? The, like yeah. moving stuff around yeah. so that the,
1: the 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 teams that advance the lower seeds face the higher seeds. Right. As as it kind of should. You know,
0: be. number one and number two going up against each other. Not that's not weird. in
1: the second round yeah. anyway. Yes, uh, that is not how brackets are usually put together. But you're right, Big J. You were worried more about aesthetic things than you were actually the numbers. And we're <laughs> looking. Ahead as much as what the finish line. But that's also
0: like a a lifelong frustration on my part that that seems to happen. I don't know. Tunnel vision is something I get into laser focused. Like when I get lasered on that one thing, boy, look out. I'm like a a, a spaceship, Nick. And uh, when I put my shields full forward, I'm not paying attention to anything but making sure that I don't get hit by something in the front. I've often said, Vig J, you're like a spaceship and you put your shields on full forward
1: and you only worry about getting hit in the front. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big my J. <laughs> Big J, we will do some Bad Impressions Put there next. My gravestone. <laughs> yeah, good luck. I know you have to find a font small enough.
0: Bad Impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. They're more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And uh, we have tickets here, VIP style, to lounge at the end of the universe. Uh, boy, there's always something going on at the lounge. You can check out loungeboise.com. There you have all the events. You can buy tickets in this particular case. You'll have VIP tickets you can use for whenever you want. you got to figure out bad impressions.
1: Yeah, Derek Sheen going to be in town this weekend. He, of course, opened for Pat Oswald not too long ago. It's a good way to tune those in for those. But you can use them at whatever event you want to use them for, 208 287 one zero zero three. if you'd like to play it works like this Big J has three clues revolving around somebody famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less then boom you've got tickets to go to really whatever you want to go to hello the X hey good morning
0: good morning man what's your name alright you're up first man good luck I thought when Green Lantern came out my career would be over thanks for being so forgiving fans <laughs> uh Ryan Reynolds. Oh, there you go. One and done. Good and job, man. Laughing about thinking about how bad Green Lantern was, huh? Hang on one
1: second. Uh, but it, it's where he met his wife, Big J. His yeah. world would be so different if he didn't make that garbage movie. You're right.
0: What were clues, two and three. I redeem myself by making being the merc with the mouth, aka Deadpool. And I'm Canadian. I own Mint Mobile and Aviation Gin. Oh, and I'm a people's icon. No mention of Rex MRC, huh? How about
1: uh, nope. why is Ryan Reynolds in the news?
0: Because he is the people's icon. He, uh, the People's Choice Awards uh, were uh, aired last night, and he won. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, an award for People's Icon, People's <laughs> Choice. Well, the Icon Award that they give away every year. Oh, okay. And uh, so you know, he thanked his family and including Blake Lively and his kids and all that s- fun stuff. And uh, even Shania Twain got in the act. She was given the Music Icon Award, and uh, she swapped out some lyrics uh, for instead of uh, Brad Pitt being uh, the the lyric there that she uh, uses normally in her song. It uh, doesn't surprise me much. She she swapped in Ryan Reynolds' name, and everybody in the audience was all. Oh, I you know Ryan Reynolds was embarrassed and shocked, and he blushed, and it was fun.
1: Oh, okay. Well, they had some fun then during the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, huh? uh, you said that Doctor Strange won best movie. Yeah, best movie at the People's Choice Awards. That seems insane to me, but uh, I'm happy that people got their voices heard. Yeah,
0: people. It's people's. That the regular, everyday per people. Did you vote? No, I didn't vote. Okay, just making sure.
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is disturbed. That is bad, man. That wraps up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got a chance to talk a little bit about me over us going ass over tea kettle in the parking lot. Uh, about big j's cryptic videos that he thought were funny and we also had a chance to give away some prizes that will continue tomorrow by the way and more metallica code words happening uh last chance of bill burr tickets because that show is tomorrow night at the idaho center we'll hook you up with that tomorrow during the show as well and comedian steve trevino going to be on the program so we're excited for that big j
0: that leaves you with the floor A market research firm, Data Essential, asked fast food fans which chains they go out of their way to grab a bite to eat. And I'm not sure where they grabbed this information, but it's weird. Uh, The top five, Nick, number five is In-N-Out Burger. Number four is Culver's. Wait no, a second. What? These are the most popular fast food franchises. These are food, food fast food chains, w- which they will go out of their way to grab a bite to eat. Oh, I see. Like they
1: they seek out to go yes. check out. Okay, so far so good. No, yeah, as as right.
0: Number three, Jet's Pizza. I don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Number two, Chick Fil A. Okay, that's got a cult following. I get. Yeah. It. Number one, Papa Murphy's Pizza. No. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, sixty-one percent. I'm like sixty-one percent. Yeah, I'm like that's. I mean, look, I, I I don't mind Papa Murphy's Pizza, but I was like, what the hell happened here? Let me go on the record.
1: I think Papa Murphy's Pizza is amazing, and I yeah. like it very, very much. Uh, I've never really. Well, I guess part of it is because I don't think of it as like a fast food place. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't make that necessary connection to go. I, I mostly because See, you bake mm, it yourself. 35
0: right. minutes, 425 degrees. I mean, that's it's
1: not good. Fast. Do not cook your food for 35 minutes. That
0: much. You will burn your pizza Oh, yeah, 10, 12 I to 14 minutes. My you, apologies. You turn
1: that Maybe that's why you don't like it as much. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Crispy. I don't know. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <coughs> the Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, Idahoadvocates.com.